0: This is a show that brings to the forefront newsmakers, entertainers, and those making a difference in our lives and in our world. Each week is a new adventure with topics ranging from the most serious and cutting edge to the most lighthearted and entertaining. This is Taking Care of Business with Richard Solomon. Richard Solomon, well, I want you to just just listen for a minute. Whenever there's a great new intro song, you know there's going to be something very special on today's show. Hang on for a second, so. <laughs> Greetings, everyone. So, whenever there's new music. The question is, who's in the studio this week? So, so I don't know if you know who that was because we don't have a call in right now. But, but if your answer was Jay Jacobs, then, then then you you guessed right. So, welcome to our station. Thank you very much, Richard. It's
1: a pleasure to be here
0: with you. All right. So, I'm looking at an album called "Between Yesterday, Today, and Tomorrow." So I guess that would be today. <laughs> well, it kind of like uh,
1: encompasses uh, all three uh, time periods.
0: All right. Now, this is a very interesting album. This is Jay J- Jacobs, but you, you're known as Jay Cobb.
1: Yeah, they call me Jay
0: Cobb or Cobb or J.C. Cobb. All right. And your website is Cobb'sCabin.com. Yep, that's okay. right. All right. So this is, uh, this I guess, this is the current album, uh, mm-hmm. between yesterday, today, and tomorrow. And it's got. We're going to play some great songs. Now we we we, we had very interesting circumstances in which we actually met because we didn't we really didn't know each other. That's right. So so we're at my father's place at the Roslyn Hotel, and there's a television show being taped. Oh, oh leak of information. Nope. Watch <laughs> out! Oh, how, how did how did they get that past the censors? Anyway, uh, we're taping a TV show. And one of the great things that I get to do is I get to tap the shoulder of the people who are either performing or about to perform, warming up, and I go, "Would you like to come back to the studio, and then really play your hearts out? You know, bring the the music, bring the CDs, and let's let's really get into some stories." So of course Jay was just gracious enough to come in, and so we're really grateful that he's here. Um, he's got a, a a large category of music. I'm actually looking at um, an album called. J.C. Cobb, East East Coast Cowboy, an American original, except no substitute. So that's something we'll look at. I got some, uh, I guess, demos uh, that we'll talk about, which are kind of cool. Uh, the demo that I'm holding here is And Her Name is Anna.
1: Oh, yeah. And I
0: understand there's some interesting stories behind all this music. Oh, you bet there are. And then one of the songs that I really want to play is going to be called The Ghost of 17B. So... Uh, this is all exciting stuff. So, all right. So, you've been around a while. How did it start? Where did it start?
1: Well, uh, it all depends. If you want to go back to when I was two years old, uh, we could go that far back when I sang the the Ballad of Davy Crockett at the Bungalow Colony. Okay. <laughs> um, my parents used to take us uh, up to the Catskills every summer. So, uh, it started there. Um I got interested uh, in music because my family is, is musical. My, right. my, my uncle, my uncle uh, Jules, we called him Julie, uh, he was a professional drummer. Uh, and he played up in the Catskills, what, what they commonly called the Borscht Belt. Uh, he played the hotels there when they were in their uh, heyday, I guess you would call it. And uh, I kind of inherited his drum set when I was 12 or 13 years old. I actually started on the drums. Now, uh, we lived in an apartment, a garden apartment in uh, northern Queens in a, a town called Whitestone.
0: I grew up in Whitestone. Oh, yeah? Oh, yeah.
1: There must have been Clearview, Clearview, Clearview Gardens. Garden. There That's you right. go. Exactly. So then
0: you must have known the Clearview Bakery.
1: <laughs> oh, hell yeah. Everybody did. Yeah, <laughs> yes. we'd go there Sunday. and Get, and get the rye bread. It, and the onion board. Oh yeah! Oh yeah! Oh yeah! Well, we—I'd walk there with my dad. We'd get the rolls and everything. We'd and come back and have a nice breakfast. Um, but um, what were we talking did, about here? Cleary guards. Did, we, uh, g- clear did you, yeah? Uh, so so now what what happened was we we had this garden apartment. We were on the uh, the the upstairs, and uh, I was playing drums. My my mom encouraged me. Okay, the neighbors hated it. Okay, of course. So my mom, she got a, an idea. I didn't find this out till years later. She bought a guitar for my father's birthday. Now my father, he, he had a pretty good voice. He could sing pretty well, but he couldn't play anything. I bought him a, a chromatic harmonica once. He blew a few notes, put it in his drawer, and that's where it stayed for the next 12 years. Uh, but she bought a guitar for my dad, knowing that I would probably pick it up, which I did. And um, the drums didn't fall by the wayside because I kept a set uh, almost throughout my entire life. I've always always had a drum set or pieces of drum sets. I still have a cymbal or two for my uncle's original set. But that's how I started playing guitar uh, with that uh, nylon string guitar that my mom bought for my father. And uh, one thing led to another. And then you know, I turned around 14 years old and I was still playing drums in a and in a band too. As a matter of fact, uh, the name of my band was called the Town Criers, and my bass player Dennis, who I knew back then, he was in uh, a rival band called uh, the Grim Reapers. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, so we, you know, we would do the Battle of the Bands, and uh, they were actually better than us, to be perfectly honest. But everybody had a good time, and uh, Dennis is. A We've been playing off and on for, oh, Lord, I mean, close to 45 years plus. Uh, And he's currently uh, uh, the bass player in the Cobb's Cabin Band. And he's uh, not only a terrific uh, bass player, totally a total pro, but he's a, a dear friend, one of my oldest, dearest friends as well.
0: Was he from Whitestone too? Yeah, he lived a block
1: away from me. So we. So we, we, what, what block were you on? I was on Sixteenth Avenue off One Hundred Sixtieth, and he was uh, off the Seventeenth Avenue, I think, on One Hundred Sixtieth.
0: Okay, so you probably remember, on Sixteenth Avenue, and like Two Hundredth, was a little tomato farm. It was a little tomato farm with a horse. Yeah, and it was there I do until remember. About nineteen seventy, I do remember. And yeah. then you'll probably also remember the milkmaid. Which is which was where Francis is, Lewis was, and it's a McDonald's. It's a McDonald's now. now yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. Now I had Johnny Rulo in the studio, who's also from basically Whitestone, uh-huh. and he wrote a song when he was a kid called "The Milkmaid Blues." <laughs> so maybe you, need, you guys need to collaborate <laughs> well, on songs from Whitestone. In fact, I did a show called "The History of Whitestone," so that's uh-huh. up on YouTube. So, so I'm looking at Cobb's Cabin Band, and I see a bunch of guys uh, that that look like they're they're at it from the old west. So. Um, just, who's the guy that looks like John Entwistle? Is that Dennis? That's Dennis. Okay. Mm-hmm. And that's you in the middle. And then who's to who's who's stage left? Uh, the other guitar
1: player is Kurt Henry. He's a very well-known and very talented uh, guitar player, uh, songwriter, singer from the Hudson Valley area. And he's the, the newest member. Uh, and, then,
0: and who do you have on drums back there? Who, that's, who you
1: can't see that's, in the photo. That's Alan Thompson. Uh, and he lives actually lives about three miles down the road from me.
0: Now, uh, if I recall, is he the sound guy from yes, my father's place? He <laughs> set up
1: the, the entire sound system for, for the club.
0: Right. So basically, it was Alex Ewan, mm-hmm. David Eng, and Alan. I think were the primary three guys that did the initial sound. You know. Yep,
1: r- that's right. And uh, David, uh, David is our manager slash
0: producer. One of the cool things, David, David Eng and I have sort of this ongoing joke. Um, we take a selfie with all the musicians. <laughs> so you know, in ten years from now, we're going to just put up a gigantic wall of pictures of the two of us and like you know somebody else, you know, in the, from the world sure, of music. So great. we need to get we need to get a selfie with you. Oh yeah,
1: <laughs> be glad to, sure, so, absolutely.
0: Love David. Hey David, if you if you're listening, hey Dave, you know we love you, and uh, so. How was the sound? How did it sound to you when you were there? Um, you know, uh
1: it it sounded um I guess it sounded pretty well balanced. I could hear the the band behind me uh, and the uh the, the vocals I think were maybe a little more out front than I thought they would be. Uh but um, the sound itself was fantastic. I mean, when I listened to the other bands, uh, everything just sounded uh, clear. You can hear the vocals right out front. Um, the instrumentation, spot on. Uh, guitar, guitar play went into a solo. You could hear every note, crisp, clean. Bass had a lot of presence uh, without being overwhelming. The drums were mixed in just perfectly. These guys, they know what they're doing. And that club, My Father's Place, that is a fantastic venue to see music. It's small enough to be intimate. um, And the bands that they have coming in, these are like, you know, all all top acts, very talented people. Uh, The the two bands that uh, were there uh, the same day we were, uh, Taz, and uh, Laura Hope, Laura Hope and the Laura Arctones, Hope. yeah, and the Arctones, they they were, they were just fantastic, and it was a real pleasure to listen to them. And uh, it's just a great uh, great venue, great place to go and to, to to have a night out, and they have food and drinks and
0: uh, the whole nine yards. Look, for all those who are listening, and let you know a little secret, it may not be published right now, but I did get to interview Taz. Mm-hmm. I interviewed him upstairs. Um, in sort of like the the bar fireplace area, and and he's just a great guy. He's just a great, and he's going to have a phenomenal career.
1: Very talented.
0: And yeah. then I actually had uh, Lara Hope and the Arctones um, in sort of the green room area, mm-hmm. and we actually filmed that and recorded it. And they, they're great. Oh my god, they're, they're terrific. Great. Yeah. Right, I think they're are they the ones who are opening for the Stray Cats? Yes, yes, they are on tour with the Stray, Ca- Stray right, Cats. Right. So yeah. if if you're listening currently to that tour, they're they're opening for the Stray Cats. They are great. They are great, and they had. Um, there's, there's a, there's. A, they, they played this really great song, and I don't want to spoil it, but um, they recorded, it, and it was really, really funny. And then in our interview, I asked them about it, uh, but it's just a great, great song. Actually, the, the, the song was, um, I loved you. I love you more today than yesterday because yesterday you really pissed me off. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> that was, that was a, so because I wasn't sure cheek. if that was FCC compliant or not, and I found that it was. Um, I just said, "Remember that song where you said you upset me?" <laughs> so, but they—they're great, and they're funny, and they're fresh and yep. alive and dynamic. Yeah, and, if you
1: get a chance, uh, absolutely yeah. see them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. How did you get tapped for the
0: TV show taping?
1: Well, you know, David's involved with the club, and he's been uh, working with us for, um, you know, I guess, a year and a half, maybe get, getting on two years. We've we've had a, uh, you know, a couple of changes of personnel, and uh, he's been uh, sort of encouraging us and, uh, you know, giving us uh, tips on 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 how to, uh, I guess. You know, get get the word out there. Um, you know, w- get that social media buzz. Yeah, the social media thing. I mean, you know, we're we're not spring chickens here, but. Um, and the
0: Clearview Bakery's closed. So you can't put a notice <laughs> up in the. You, yeah. You know. Yeah. Well, uh, thing the thing is. By the. You know, that vibrating machine that cut the bread, you know. Oh, I
1: remember that. The, 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 yeah, you'd see it with the fingers, right? Yeah, but um, we, we, you know, he's been uh, trying to encourage us to uh, get the word out and, uh, you know, get uh, get onto social media. And that's um, why we're building the website. And uh, we're, uh, my daughter, who's got a, uh, my, my lovely daughter, Melissa, has a, her master's in communications And she uh, teaches um, at the uh, university uh, in Bluffton of South Carolina. And uh, so she's going to be managing uh, the website once I kind of get it constructed. Once you launch, like like big time. Yeah, yeah. And uh, she'll also be uh, working with Twitter. I think David is working with Instagram. And we just, you know, we want people to know we're out there and to come see our shows uh, as soon as we... uh, we get our schedule set.
0: All right, so David, we have to get the, the selfie, all right? Just, this is, And then we'll put that on the web with the show. Oh, yeah. I've be. got pictures of David and my father No, pond, but it's, yeah. it's funny because David has a collection of pictures of me and him mm-hmm. with some other person, and we, we, we're doing them in succession. So essentially what's going to happen is almost everyone who plays at my father's place will end up having a selfie with us. You know, That's during, great because you, you can
1: look back and, and there's the memories right there.
0: Yeah, yeah. I, 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 it's a great honor for me to interview all the great bands and artists. Uh, and musicians. All right, we have a couple of minutes before we take our break. So, what's a good song to 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 fade into the break with? What do you like to fade into the break with? Well, um, well, I want you to. Uh, I got like three minutes. What we got? What's a good three-minute song?
1: Three-minute song. It's an instrumental. It'd be a Melissa Real. It's kind of ah, your daughter. Yes, named after oh. my daughter. Yep.
0: Does she know this this? is about her? Oh, (laughs) Oh, she sure does. So for all those people out there, this is Track 7, The Melissa Realman. Jacobs and uh, Cobb's Cabin band. You can go to Cobb'sCabin.com and uh, you can catch them hopefully soon on television. But don't tell anybody I told you. I'll be right back. Hey, this is Jeff
2: Matson, the Dark Star Orchestra, and you're listening to Richard Solomon on WCWP
0: eighty-eight point one FM. About you, you can see that like, it appears to didn't do well in
1: English.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's all those con- contractions <laughs> in there Talking about you, but then again, ain't talking about love was a gigantic song, and you know, didn't have Mr. Strauss for English <laughs> either. Yeah, it's, it's,
2: it's
1: actually
0: the way that people speak; they drop the G most of the time. So, so while, while we're listening to this I'm song. This album between yesterday, today, and tomorrow. Tell me about the album, the artwork, uh, the imagery. There's some very interesting uh, ghost imagery in the back, right? Well, well this is probably the ghost of seventeen B. That's right. Actually, so, so, who's the, the the kind of the mysterious three or four dimensional looking couple? Well, that's that's me and
1: the. Uh, the uh, the ghost actually um, the ghost stood still for you to take the picture. <laughs> no, it, I'll tell you one thing. That was one of the most chilling moments of my entire life. Tell me, tell me. Well, uh, I was um, I was with playing with a band uh, in Sullivan County at the time. This was the 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 month of the occurrence and year was May of nineteen seventy four. Uh, I. I don't remember the exact date, but it was the third, third or fourth week of May. And, uh, I had, uh, just come from the rehearsal and, uh, was heading back to Pennsylvania, which is the band, uh, rehearsed in, uh, White Lake, which is, um, not far from where the the original Woodstock, uh, was held. And, um... The, the the house uh, that me and another band member rented was in Pennsylvania right over the Delaware River just uh, over the bridge and uh, I I had a motorcycle and uh, that was my main mode of transportation and uh, uh, back in those days and so I was heading uh, down 17b heading west and and um, Anybody who's familiar with the road, there are some very, very long stretches that are steep. Steep going down, steep coming up. And you could see for a mile, maybe more, when you're at the, the crest of the, the top of one of these, uh, you know, ridges. Uh, and um, so it was uh, dark already, but uh, it, was, it was a very damp night. And there was I could see a fog rolling across the road at the bottom and I was still a long distance away and as I approached the fog the only way I could put it is it it, it came together it coalesced it formed a shape and it was the shape of a woman and it was a shape of a woman dressed uh, like um, I guess uh, 19th century, you know, with definitely 1800s looking, 1800s yeah. with the bustle in the back of the dress. Uh, the, you, you could see that she was holding a muff and she had a bun on, t- you know, the top of hair. I could see all of this very clearly. But the the one thing that was really eerie about it, aside from the whole thing, was that she was floating about a foot off of the, uh, the pay uh, off the roadway, and the other thing was she was moving opposite the direction the fog was rolling.
0: Well, that's interesting.
1: Yeah, that was anyway. I, I, I'm I'm approaching and I, I'm seeing this thing, and I, my heart was hammering like uh, like a, a metronome. Um, like you've seen a ghost. <laughs> like I've seen a ghost. Yeah. And the thing is though that. The, the the strangest part of this was that uh, I felt like I was part of this this um, tableau, if you will, uh, this occurrence. I was I, I I couldn't stop the bike if I wanted to. Uh, I didn't have a thought in my head. My brain froze. I swear to God, my brain froze in my head. And then uh, uh, I had one thought that occurred to me, and it was that when I passed this thing the the backwash of air from the bike was going to you know send a flying in all different directions you know like a fan blowing smoke. well I finally passed her and nothing happened. She was as intact intact now any change in temperature or anything it, it was cold when I got down and you know it, that that particular area was where the uh, road bottomed out. And there was kind of swampy land on either side. Now, just to be clear, there were two cemeteries. There are two cemeteries along this stretch, uh, one on uh, the south side and uh, I think it's the south side. Yeah, one on the south side, and one on the north side. They're about a, maybe a mile or more, more apart. But I think that might be uh, relevant to this whole thing. But anyway, I got to the top of the hill and I looked back and she started to disperse, you know, like almost like taffy being pulled until Mm -hmm. there was nothing left but fog. And, uh, you know, anybody hearing it uh, who's listening, who's never had this type of experience, yeah, 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 you're going to say, okay, right? Okay, maybe. Maybe he did, maybe he didn't. Well, I did, and God as God is my witness, I saw this thing, and I will never forget it. It, it changed my life because uh, I think once you you see one of these things, a you,
0: paranormal experience.
1: Yeah, you you have no doubt anymore that these you know this exists. So, what it was, I couldn't tell you. All I can tell you is what I witnessed. And there's a pretty good picture of it. Uh, it took me three months to do the graphic art to get a, a likeness uh, of it. Uh, and I actually drove up to the area. That, that picture uh, on the album that uh, I superimposed the figure is 17B. Now, this, this, is this a cemetery in the background? Uh, it is. It is but it's it's against that's superimposed it's a graphic you know
0: uh right. did you actually go and look at any of the cemetery markers i did 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 anything grab you as a potential candidate well
1: it's hard to say you know there's a lot of old markers there uh i think some of them were dated 17 something 18 something uh It's hard to say, you know, um, I just don't understand why, you know, something like that exists. And, you know, is it a spirit that's, you know, not at rest? You know, I speculate, I think, in the song, but that's all it is, is
0: speculation. So let's talk about the song. Yeah. So you had this incredible experience. Mm -hmm. Uh, It's changed your life. Yeah. How has it changed your life? Um, do you, do you believe more in the spirits? Do you, do you,
1: I, I can't really tell you except that, um, it's added another dimension, if you will, to my beliefs, the way I think, uh, what I think in terms of spirituality. Uh, I don't have any doubt anymore, you know,
0: uh, so you know, there's a line by Jacob Dylan in the song "One Headlight" where he goes. He says something like, um, "I, I, I know I haven't changed, but I know I'm not the same." Hmm. Is is that something like does that ring a bell in this experience? Well, I think uh, You're the same, but not really. But yes, you are.
1: <laughs> well, you know, at the core, you know, we are whatever. We are, you know, we, we develop, we grow, we learn, uh, we change over the years, but I think the core, whatever it is that, uh, our spirit is made of stays the same.
0: Um, our soul.
1: Yeah. Our Our neshama. Yeah. 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 So, uh, how does it change a person? It just adds, you know, something that wasn't there before. So, So.
0: Have you ever been back to that area? Yeah, I
1: have. I've gone back there uh, several times during that time of the month just to see if maybe I could, you know, if there would be a reoccurrence. And the few times I
0: was there, there wasn't. Did you do any research to see if there was any, you know, other people who had similar experiences, much like UFO sightings where maybe different people... You know, sketch out sort of almost the same thing from different angles, or I um, I I don't know. I I, I haven't
1: spoken to you know. I didn't uh, haven't lived in that area. I'm in Ulster County now. I haven't lived in Sullivan County since uh, 1974 because I moved shortly after that.
0: But uh, about internet search engines, local newspapers, have you like just
1: well, the uh, the Catskills are known for you know. Supernatural, paranormal uh, things going on there. There, uh, uh, will of the wisps, phantom lights. Um, there's been sightings of uh, in the sky. Uh, you know, it's hard to say. There's there's also a, a strange phenomena that might still be visible in Liberty. It's uh, we used to call them the fingers, but. There's uh, at at sunset. I think it's in the west. You can see these clouds form that uh, they just kind of form out of nothing. There's been articles about those, uh, and they have sort of a sh- cigar shape, and uh, they'll do that till um, you know till it gets dark and you can't see them anymore. I used to uh, used to work in Grossinger's Hotel when the I was, famous Grossinger. Yeah, that's yeah. right. And uh, the room that I had faced West, so I, I, would, I would actually see these things happening uh, nightly. And then, uh, of course, I had to go to the dining room and do whatever I did. You know,
0: busing and cleaning up, that kind of thing. So let's talk about the ghost of 17B. Yeah. So you had this entire wild experience. Yep. How do you express it in a song? Uh, you know, with me...
1: I don't generally craft a song. It, I like to say they write themselves. Um, I, I might have an experience and I'll, I'll just be sitting down and the whole thing will come out in a gush. Uh, in fact, uh, that happened about two weeks ago. I just wrote a new song, uh, which I think is a real killer uh, I'm still putting the finishing touches on it. But the band is going to start uh, rehearsing it this weekend. So I'm kind of excited about that. But um, the songs write themselves, you know. uh, Like, for instance, um, the uh, soundcheck song we did, Sally Gonna Catch You. I just sat, I was just up at the cabin. It was night. I had my guitar. I just wrote it. I just started playing the chords and then the, the lyrics just came. The whole thing was done, I think, in, you know, 45 minutes, two hours, something like that.
0: Uh, I think Elton John and Bernie Taupin say they they write songs between, like, 15 and 30 minutes, and then they're done. Yeah,
1: it happens like that sometimes. I mean, it's possible to craft a song if you you know music. You know, I could probably write, uh, uh, you know, songs and jingles and musical figures all day, but uh, that's... You know that's not what I do. Uh, the songs, you know, they got to come. They
0: got. I think Paul McCartney said they just—they're like in the clouds. You just pull them out. They are in the ether. Yes, they are always there. You can pull them out. All um, right. So shall we play the song? Yeah. All right. Let's like. play that. So hang on, everybody. We'll play the song we've been talking about.
2: Ridge. I could see the mist creeping across the road From the south side over where the old cemetery lay And I felt the chill running down my spine As the mist took shape and she floated across the way I could see most every detail Lord God, I do confess the muff that sheltered both her hands through the bustle of her dress And the way the mist billowed round the form and the bun on top of hair But below her dress and above the ground there was nothing but plain thin air I swear there was nothing there Drifting there by the side of the road, probably been that way for nigh on a hundred years And the people pass by and the cars they drive, and now and then shift just a little from an unknown fear You see, she's not at rest, and I don't know why, she floats like a mist that doesn't roil or swirl stuck in the world and I wish I could do something to ease your troubled soul so I'm singing this song so a story can be told before you hit the crossroads take a look maybe you'll see the lady they call the ghost of 17 B. A lady called, the lady they call the Ghost of 17 B. figure a way to ease her pain so she could move on and her soul could be a piece of so that I pray oh how I wish I could do something to
0: ease her troubled soul so I'm singing this song so a story can be This is Richard Salmon, we're listening to The Ghost of 17B with Jay Jacobs in the studio, also known as Jacob. Keep it locked in. We're having a great time learning all about great music and really supernatural events. I'm Sherman Arnowitz. I'm Mark Brenner. We're from Vista Hill. And you're, you're listening, listening to, to Richard, Richard Solomon on WCWP 88.1, 88.1 FM. This is Richard Solomon. What's the name of this song?
1: This is called And Her Name Is Anna.
2: She works at the grocery store, I see her there, and I want to ask her out, but I'm a little scared.
0: So I have to ask, I always watch people listening to their own music mm-hmm. in the studio. What was going through your mind right now when you were listening to that track?
1: I was <laughs> I was actually thinking of her. Uh, that's a good thing. You're yeah, well, supposed, supposed it, to do that. It's, it's sort of like a bittersweet. Uh, what happened was I just moved into, uh, I sold my house and uh, just moved into a neighborhood, a uh, different neighborhood. And... So I found, uh, you know, one of these, you know, groceries that um, is like special, you know. Specialty store? Yeah, well, like very healthy, but um, they got everything. You know, it's a chain. I don't want to mention it, but I came in, I think it was 8.30 and they close at 9. There were two registers working. One uh, was this guy and he had one person online. And then I saw Anna. And she had three people on a line. Well, I went right on her line. The guy finished with his customer, and he, he says, I was like, okay, sir, you can come over here. And I said, no, I like it just where I am. And she looked up. I caught her eye. And when I got to the register, I, I struck up a conversation. You know, what are you going to talk about in a grocery store? We talked about food. But I did i did put it out there i said well you know i'm a pretty good cook i wouldn't mind cooking for you if you'd like and uh she kind of liked that i think and uh she got a song out of
0: it (laughs) well
1: see that's the funny thing I, i asked her out two more times and 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 i almost got a date out of it but but i didn't but i did get a good song out of it and uh, that's uh, one of the songs that the band is going to be recording on our next album. And that's actually a demo, but it's a pretty good demo, I think. So
0: this is like a world premiere leak, you know, in a way. Yeah, I suppose so. So this song, this song is now on, this is an FM broadcast amongst other platforms. So this is going to actually get out there. So, good. So this is a, a nice way to introduce the world to Anna, uh-huh. the the human and the song. Uh, lovely Anna, So yes. maybe, we, maybe we could send her like an email that, you know, to listen to the show and... and... <laughs> In segment three she's up <laughs>
1: uh, well this was a number of years ago I don't even know if she still works at the place I, I see what happened was they opened up uh, another store which is really right across the street from where I work so I really haven't gotten back
0: there for a long time uh, and if you're listening call us uh, <laughs> we have email at the station the whole thing and uh, you can always send me an email at radio at com. so there you go and then uh, we'll take it so so it's kind of funny how your personal life was really, really embedded in the songs. Yeah, you know, yeah your experiences. You know, the Ghost of Seventeen B and Anna. These are real, tangible events. These aren't just like sitting around thinking about you know, interest rate changes, the interest rate range change song, or just something you know like far off. No, I I think
1: uh, unlike a lot of other people that write uh, uh, write songs about um, topical subjects or politics or uh, I don't know you know I I, I don't have any particular leanings or bent when it comes to writing a song like I I said before they seem to write themselves you know Um, I think uh, you know most of these songs do have stories uh, attached to them Um, are there even
0: stories for the instrumentals
1: yeah there are. Uh, Melissa real was I wanted to write something for my daughter, so I you know, I just uh, kind of was picking uh, and it that it turned into that pull off, which is uh, uh, the first uh, that's the song. song we opened up with. Yeah, yeah. that's kind of some nice hot picking. i uh, I was trying to come up with some way to demonstrate uh, a technique called a pull off for my guitar students back in the I guess it was the earlier mid eighties. And I just kept working it, and that came out of it. And I think by 1986, I had uh, recorded a couple different versions of it. And uh, recently, I found them on an old reel-to-reel uh, that, uh, that I have. And I was surprised. Uh, it was pretty good.
0: It, it, are, are there songs that you've gone into the archives and have sort of dusted off and reinvented?
2: Because uh, you now
0: have a different perspective on that song. Um, or an enhanced appreciation for what it is.
1: You know, I'm kind of working on that. I, I recently uh, I recently cleaned out my closet and I found a, a box of old cassette tapes. And there was some, there was some good stuff there. Uh, some, some very creative stuff, including the beginnings of a rock opera that i that i was writing uh i listened to it It sounds a little dated now but there's some some good themes and yeah i might revisit some of those old tapes uh in fact dennis and i were in a group i think it was like 1978 or 79 Uh, it didn't last long we did a couple of gigs uh it fell apart um but there were some very interesting songs, some tongue-in-cheek stuff, some almost Zappet-sounding stuff. And, uh, and I'm going to give that a good listen because there might be some material there that, um, you know, the Cobb's Cabin Band might be able to use. So, yeah, I'm going to revisit some of that old stuff, sure.
0: So what would you say is your genre of music? Is it is uh, it ballads? Is it country? Is it folk? Is it a little fusion of all that? Um it's, the hint the
1: blues in there? Well, um, I could say that it, it's a conglomeration of everything that uh, I like and that I've been influenced by from uh, classical to jazz to rock, of course, country. I mean, I play a little banjo and mandolin as well. Um, but the, uh, there's always been a twang to, to my guitar playing. You know, even when I play rock, there seems to be like a twang factor. So I would say I've been most heavily influenced by country. I used to, uh, I don't know, I, I can admit it now. I used to cut class sometimes to, um, to go home and catch a ra- some radio shows from WBAI. They used to have uh, all this great country music, and I would record it on the cassette player with the microphone next to the speaker because that was the only way to do it, <laughs> yeah. That's the only way to do it. Uh, so I would say country, but um, if if you want to play another tune here, sure. uh, number eight, which is called Another Face in the Crowd, it's it's swing jazzy, and uh, and there's um. Uh, kind of a cute story uh, attached to it. It's, uh, it's about a guy who wins the New York State lottery. And uh, I, I think that uh, it came about because um, uh, a lottery, they, they, they interviewed one of the lottery winners, and he says, yeah, all of a sudden, like, you know, everybody wants a handout. All my relatives are coming out of the woodwork. And I think that's what triggered this, this song.
2: second glance would never fall on me But she hangs
0: interesting about that song is you may want to call the New York State Lottery Commission and see if they want to use it in their, you know, ads.
2: <laughs> the funny thing
0: is, I did send them a copy
1: and they got back to me. They said everybody loved it, but they didn't know what to do with it. Well, let's put it this
0: way. Uh, on all their commercials on various commercial platforms, commercial radio, commercial television, I don't know. They they got to use their imagination a little bit. Uh, all right. So we only have three minutes left. Oh, What what, what would you like to share with, with people who've now that they're kind of getting to know you Mm -hmm. is there any other stories any other fun stuff any insights anecdotes uh Mm -hmm. reflections that you want to share with people
1: well that's uh you know in general uh you know there's nothing particular comes to mind except uh that you know for the um the people that, that, that do play and the people that are aspiring to be successful in whatever it is that, you know, they want to do, I would, uh, I would encourage them to, uh, you know, don't let go of whatever the dream is that you have and don't let anybody talk you out of it. If you know in your heart that, this, that whatever it is is what you want to do and that's going to make you happy, I would tell you, go for it. You know, you know, we're uh, we're older cats, you know, and we're just now starting to become successful. And it's because we just stuck with it because we love doing this. I mean, we've been playing since we're in our teens and, you know. Uh, now we're uh, decades older. I don't want to <laughs> say how many, but um, more than one. <laughs> yeah, that's for sure. But um, we stuck with it, and, and and now it's it's starting to pay off. And you know, we're getting a little reputation in uh, the Hudson Valley, and uh, hopefully, uh, you know, people will come out and see us, uh, and uh, um, you know, maybe even uh, buy a copy of the album which is, I think, still on iTunes, Amazon, and even CD Baby for a physical copy. And it's nice having the physical copy, if you ask me, because you got something you can hold. There's a little
0: artwork there. And you get the artist to autograph it. <laughs> oh, I'd be very happy to, sure. You bet. Yeah, you know, you know it's, what's sad is uh, the newer cars don't have CD players. Mm-hmm. I, I, I was astonished to find out that the, the recent cars... Just assume that you're going to just take your phone, plug it into a port, and that's where your music's going to come from. Uh, I actually, I I like CDs, especially at my father's place, because so many bands come that are not necessarily known to us, especially, Mm -hmm. you know, the openers and things like that. And yet, we were so impressed with some of the performances. We bought EPs, you know, CDs, Mm -hmm. the whole bit. And then you play them in the car on the way home, and it's sort of like, you know, the whole thing. And yeah. you yeah. know, I,
1: I, I like the physical thing where you can actually have something to hold. You know, it used to be LPs when we were kids and 45s. Um, I think there's something missing there uh, when you don't have it.
0: I'll tell you, it, it, this was a very fast hour of radio. I enjoyed all the music. Oh, thank you for making it. Uh, I'm sure PS 209, 194 on Bayside <laughs> will be very proud to know that they have a very cool alumni out there. Oh, and uh, just, uh, it's just it's cobscabinband.com. Uh, you have a phone number, 845 Yeah. But if you don't have any of that information and you're driving, just call us at the station. We always forward emails. In fact, we just forwarded an email today about Brother Mustard, which, which was on a whole bunch of years ago because there's some super fans. Mm. We're out of time. We'll see you next week.